Hello, this is Leisha Holmes of Q Recruitment, and I'm absolutely thrilled today to be joined by a super familiar face to me, because we've known each other for about 75 years. Um, it is Andy Hibbert, and the list is very long. He is an entrepreneur and owner of a number of different businesses, Real5 Network, Real5 Digital, Real5 Finance, iSupply Group, he's a director at Radio Warrington, iCaboodle, and a board member of the Warrington Bid, which is the Business Improvement District, and also father, dog dad, <laughs> Many other things. Welcome to the channel, Andy. How are you? I'm really well, Lisa. Thanks for that. That was an intro and a half, wasn't it? Eh? It's Absolutely. Like, do you know, honestly, when I when I was doing my practice, I just thought, my goodness, is there anything that you aren't doing right at the moment? That's <laughs> you on. You're an incredible person. But obviously, I know you. I've known you for very, over 20 years. But for those who aren't yet familiar with who you are, do you want to give us a bio of why we're talking today? Yeah, sure. Well, um, th thanks for having me on, Leash. I think uh, one of the main reasons why I'm on today is because we've known each other for a very, very long time. And we started our careers together back in the day at, at Primetime Recruitment, which I look back on very, very fondly. And um, we've, we've remained good friends ever since. So thanks for having me on. Um, suppose, you know, being here today is a reflection of all the things that we've got going on at the moment. Recruiter at heart, um, obviously 23 years in the recruitment industry. I Supply Group being, um, I'm co-owner, director of the I Supply Group, predominantly specialising in warehouse distribution, logistics, predominantly the temp market, high volume. Um, and then from that, other things have developed over the last few years, being Real5 Networking, which is a business networking group, uh, Real5 Finance, which is finance brokerage, Real5 Digital, which is a digital marketing agency. And then the Radio Warrington and the, and the Warrington bid stuff is, is Things that I've got involved with through my local town, local community, voluntary roles to grow through the leadership, but things that um, are able to support me in my day-to-day -day business and things that I enjoy and I think it's important to, to give a bit back to the local town. Yeah, definitely. You are the epitome of uh, what a true business owner looks like. You are leading by example, but you're also giving things back. So, you know, I think it's going to be a very inspirational interview for many people who are listening, who are also recruiting business owners and maybe looking to do something for themselves to, to give something back to their communities, but also to aspiring recruiters as to how you maximise your time. And, and we are going to cover all of these topics. So I'm really interested in the Real5 network. So talk to me about the business networking community, why, why and how Real5 came about. Okay, yeah. Um, so Real5 networking came about through me being on holiday um, with my wife and thinking about how I was going to do things differently within my recruitment business when I got back from holiday because I was maybe feeling a bit flat, a bit stale and, and we were looking to do things that, you know, we, we just do things differently really. And, and, and I'd done networking previously as I'm sure most of us have done over the years. And I was thinking about how the world of sales within recruitment has changed because in our day, it was very much, there's a book, there's a roller deck, go and do 100 calls a day and hopefully try and get all the 25 decision makers, book an X amount of appointments, and that will lead to X amount of, of opportunities, which in the day worked. You know, it, it, was, it was a numbers game. Um, things have changed, as we all know, and, and I definitely don't run my business like that. In fact, we don't really have any salespeople working here. It's very, very customer-focused. But that can have problems in terms of creating opportunities. So I thought, you know, let's get back into networking. Let's have a look what's out there and... and you know, having a look at what was around and what was going on, it hadn't really changed in the last 10, 
15 years and it was still very stale and this isn't me being detrimental to other networking groups that are out there just just a fact you know not not a lot of changed and a lot of networking groups that were in and around the local area were, were the same hadn't grown um probably had still the same people in that been in it for 15 years and you know it, it just didn't appeal to me also the way that some of these networks were run or are run i i don't want to be somewhere at six o'clock in the morning you know speaking to people i'm definitely not my best at that time and i've got a busy life got family got kids dogs and um, so turning up at a leisure center for a soggy bacon butty at six o'clock on a friday morning just isn't my idea of fun um and i thought to me you know what i can do this myself i can create something in my local town that will have all the things that i want it to have quite selfishly but you know enable me to leverage time reward proactivity um and have some fun while we're doing it but at the same time make sure that it's, it, it's producing results so when we got back from holiday or we've been talking for him rachel's death with this on the plane and she's like yeah fine whatever give me <laughs> you know shut up now um so i've had a couple of days at home and then just got up and wrote a business plan early one morning with all these different things and, and then over the course of the next few days sounded out a few people that i know locally business owners and said what do you think about this if it was a concept and this is how it would work and you would get rewarded for successful referrals we'd just meet once a month we'd meet at a nice bar or restaurant and we'd make it really sociable there's no pressure there's a no sales zone all these different things and the, the feedback was great so i thought let's go for it so we had a launch night back in February 2018. Oh gosh, it's um, two years ago. Yeah, February 2018, wow. we launched Warrington. And we had our first official meeting in the March um, with our founding 23 members. And it went from there. Fantastic. And so um, then you've grown through franchises across the UK. Yeah, so... Um, the, the Warrington Group grew. Uh, we've now got 70 members in the Warrington Group, which makes it the largest independent um, business networking group in the town, which is pretty impressive considering there's loads of networking groups in Warrington and there's, there's a lot going on. So we've, we've, we've taken that mantle. Um, a couple of guys from within the Warrington Group said to us, look, I really like this. I mean, I, I, I do a lot of business in Chester and I've got an office over there. I would like to take it to Chester. And that was how the franchise piece grew, really, because at the time when I set it off, did I have this vision of having 20, 30 groups? Not really, if I'm honest. I just thought, I'll get this group going, it'll be great for the town, and it'll be great for some work as a magnet to my own core business, I supply. So when someone said, I love this, I'll take it, I was like, mm, okay, this has got legs, let's... Um, Let's see how it goes. So we cut a deal on what that looked like and the Chester one grew and Owen did a great job. And then David, who's an IFA, lives in Nutsford. He was like, well, I think this would work in Nutsford. And we went from there and, and, and the rest is history, so to speak. So we've now got 12 franchises all over the Northwest oh, no. um, with another four in the pipeline, which will be launched before kind of February 2021. Um, we've got a guy in Canada interested, we've got a guy in Dubai interested, and then some other parts of the UK, such as Reading, London, Scotland, 
So, um, yeah, the, the, the concept worked really well. Uh, during lockdown, we, we won the uh, Cheshire uh, Business Award, the, the High Sheriff's Cheshire Business Award for Enterprise. Um, we should have been to some snazzy award ceremony in uh, at Chester Racecourse, but unfortunately, because of lockdown, we didn't get it. Well, that really kind of confirmed that we, we've done something good here. We've done something it's innovative and... Um, yeah, with the, the, the network as a whole now generated over £13 million worth of new business for its members in the last two and a half years. Um, we've paid out over 350 grand in referral fees and we've donated over £50,000 to local charities. So, um, yeah, it's been a really, really exciting journey and something that I've thoroughly enjoyed. And, it, and that Looking from the outside, it looks like you have fun together because you have these social environments, but you also do a lot of walks and a lot of sort of not just sitting around like say a soggy, soggy bacon gutty. Yeah. Um, so if anybody is interested that's either watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, we'll make sure that all of Andy's contact details for Real Five are available because I do think it's something very special. It just seems a bit more authentic than some more contrived networking environments. But, you know, we're, we're recording this at the middle of October 2020, so we're still having a huge impact from COVID. So how has that impacted Real Five? And then how have you ensured that you can still network safely going forward? Yeah, so it's it's been um, it's been a moving feast um, to say the least. When it first impacted, I was thinking, "Wow, this is going to kill us," quite frankly. Um, but then you sort of get over the initial shock of right, you can't meet, you can't see each other, you can't do this, and you think, "Wow, I'm running an events-based business here. That's that's a problem." Um, so I sat back and thought, "Okay." we can we need to look at where we want to be next year so let's not look at the next six months let's look at what's important to us in 2021 because looking at all the experts and what's being said this ain't going away very quickly and lo and behold it's not so i took the decision to say to the the members look we obviously can't meet and that means that you're not going to get your nice lunch in a fancy restaurant um but What's important to me, as, I'm, as, a, as I know it was important to those guys, is that we kept the network together because now more than ever, we need, as business owners, to be able to be surrounded by our peers, people who are going through the same issues, the same problems, sharing knowledge, experience, advice, even if it's just a bit of a shoulder to cry on. And trust me, there has been that over this period within the network. So I didn't want to put unnecessary pressure on those guys to say, well, you've got to still keep paying and you, you're due for renewal. And, and, and all this so from a cash flow point of view it killed me for a period but it was definitely the right thing to do we froze renewals so anyone who was due to renew in that period they didn't have to pay it and we cut the monthly subscriptions in half wow um and at the same time we produced a weekly webinar forum so every friday across all the network we had a weekly zoom call we had guest speakers we had members giving out advice and support we had a forum just to go how are you coping with homeschooling <laughs> kind of thing and it was just you know people were locked down people weren't going anywhere so that friday call like we're doing it now on zoom just to see a friendly face and go how's things what are we doing sharing ideas coming up with different ways of people being able to kind of maybe pivot the business or, or, or different opportunities and promote things 
it wasn't about selling to each other. It was about the support mechanism. And over that lockdown period, the network actually grew. And we actually sold two more franchises, which was like, wow, this is amazing. So I think the decisions we took were the right ones because, as I said to all of our members, however you act now with your customers, your candidates, whoever it might be, will be how you're remembered when this is all done. So do the right thing, even if it might be painful. You've, you've got to do the right thing. You, did the right, you definitely did the right thing. I think given who your members are, same as my listeners and my, my clients, these are the business owners and it can be a really lonely place at the top because you don't know who to go and speak to. And, and I actually shared a post recently on LinkedIn about that, that how often do you actually have anyone ask how you are as a business owner? Yeah. You're probably juggling homeschooling, terrified of being able to pay your employees. You know, that, And that's where I think there's a huge benefit of being part of the sort of network that you are. And it says an awful lot about you that you did that because like you say, not only did you sort of maintain your membership, but you actually grew it. So I think now's, that that's a huge lesson to anyone watching and listening that it is about looking the long-term picture and not just seeing this kind of granular, oh my God, where are we today? And panicking almost. Yeah. It's quite a calm strategy to have had. So that's absolutely phenomenal. And obviously, we, you know, you're, as, a, as any events, regardless of what you, your events are or what your networking group does, you know, you're going to be dictated to an extent by the government for the foreseeable. Yeah. So you've got to work within the parameters but it's about not panicking and keeping communicating yeah. No, you the webinar on the Zoom, it's still keeping keeping people connected. It's really important. You used a word um, a little bit earlier on, and I consider you the king of it. You are the king of pivot. Um, <laughs> so how do you plan your next pivot? I mean, you talked about you know being on holiday with Rach and that's how kind of real five came up. So are you really strategic? Because um, you know, people that are maybe sat there thinking maybe I should be doing this sector or maybe I should go and do this. How do you plan it? And what would your top tips be to someone sat in that position now thinking maybe I should look elsewhere? So I think there's a, there's a combination of, of things that enable you to pivot or open new revenue streams. Um, some of it is strategic planning. And I think anyone who's got a business, whether it's a recruitment business or, or, or whatever industry you're in, if you're not being strategic, you, you're going to end up causing yourself some problems. I'm not saying you have to map out the next 10 years, but you know it's probably a good idea to think about where you want to be this time next year and what you need to do in order to get there. You know, it, it's not rocket science, you know, that whole gap analysis thing that we've all done years ago. But, you know, just break it down. Where are you now? Where would you like to be? And if that's exactly in the same place, well, there's still a number of fundamental things that you're going to need to do to in order to maintain that position. Um, so <clears throat> I think, yes, there's some strategic planning in terms of where you want to be personally within your business. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you, if you want to try and add things in, new revenue streams, and, and look at different ways to secure your, your business or your overall portfolio. Um, for me, it's always been about trying to create an ecosystem within my business portfolio that feed into each other. Um, because if you go too diverse, that can bring all sorts of problems with it. And I'll, I'll give you an example of that. Um, I've obviously got a, a, a share in um, a business called Ikeboodle that is a, is a pet bowl business. You know, long story, but old friend of mine, uh, actually a member of Real5 Networking, runs a business called Easy Tots. She's got a business called Easy Pets, which is all these portable feeding stations for pets. 
was in a bit of a you know, a bit of a rut with it. So I said, look, let, let's get involved and see what we can do. So we've had some fun with that. We really had some fun, including winning a, a program on BBC One, which was amazing. Right. What 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 has been difficult is that that's so far outside of my kind of standard portfolio that in order for me to give it the time and attention it deserves and have conversations about it, becomes very difficult. So anything that you're looking to add in, try and let it dovetail or link in some way. So recruitment and networking are really easy to have a conversation about, you know, it, it, it just links in so well. It's people focused. It, it, it's perfect. You know, the, the digital business and the finance business, they've come around because there was a need within the network for those services. So I had a captive audience that I was able to provide these services for immediately. So the digital business had a retained customer base of 18, 19 customers within its first three months. And for a digital marketing to launch, particularly in these difficult times, and to be able to have that sort of client base straight away, without the other businesses, that would never have happened. So I think for me, yeah, I plan some of it because I like that ecosystem of being able to keep it within and make sure people within the network are spending money with each other and that creates its own opportunities. Um, and some of it, you know, you've just got to have a bit of luck and, a, and, a, and right place, right time, and have the willingness yeah. to say, I'm not going to stick around. I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm not going to think about it too much. I'm just going to go and bloody well do it. So you need to have a set of balls, really. You know, yeah. not, not not fear the failure. And I think, you know, failure is, you know, actually it can cripple you, can't it? Yeah. And I think those are phenomenal, that's phenomenal advice for anyone listening. And I've certainly sat there now thinking, yeah, that ecosystem totally works. It's, you know, leveraging what you already know, not making it a total silo because it just doesn't make any sense. So I think that's huge huge set of advice there so if you, i mean we're, we're not quite at the end of 2020 but if you look back over the last sort of seven eight months what have been your biggest learns professionally and personally this year um yeah without a doubt probably the biggest learning year that i've ever had that's for sure um but strangely enough a lot of what i have learned comes back to a few key things that i think I already knew, but maybe didn't appreciate the value of those things enough, if that makes sense. Um, and that comes back to additional revenue streams are vital. Um, you know, I was already on that path, but I think this has just reinforced how important they are. Um, I think having good people around you, you know, we always say it. I, I, there's absolutely no way I'd be able to run these businesses and be involved in so many different things without good people around me. And I'm really fortunate that I've got some brilliant, brilliant people around me, business partners and staff who are, you know, superb and you can trust them. They walk through walls for you and there's no, there's no substitute for that. So for anyone who's looking to get into business or start up something new, make sure you're doing it with the right people around you who are there to support you and give you the advice that you need. Um, Touched on it before, don't wait around. You know, um, our old MD at, at Primetime Recruitment, David Gallagher, um, launched Primetime in 1992, which was slap bang in the middle of a recession and opened up six new offices all at once. And he said to us, 
at the time. But if you can do something in that sort of period, you can do it anytime because you're never going to get a tougher time than now. So if you come across something now, which is an opportunity, go for it. Don't waste. What's the worst that can happen? You might lose a few quid. You know, as long as you're not putting your house on the, on the line, you know, give it a go. Give it a go. Make sure it's calculated. And also, finally on that, um, appreciate the outdoors. You know, I, I get out there a lot anyway. We, we, we like the hills and the mountains and the beach and all that kind of stuff. But when it's taken away from you, oh, my God, I just think it is so, so difficult to, to make. Awful. Yeah. So get outdoors and, and appreciate it more than you've ever done. Exercise, it's good. It's, there's a real theme coming through from all the interviews that I'm doing for our channel that most business owners say that make time for exercise every day. Um, I don't know if anyone else watching this and listening to this is thinking, when does this man have time to sleep and eat? You also have a family. So how do you, so a final bit of advice really for those who are having to juggle so many different things and we're all wearing so many different hats. How do you manage that with all these business interests that you have? Yeah, so I think, again, going back to it, good people around you, massively important, being able to sort of share the load because there's absolutely no way I'd be doing this by myself. I'd be six feet under for sure. Um, so great people around you and being able to kind of divvy up the workload is, is hugely important. Um, I suppose making time for things, we touched on this when we were talking off air, I suppose, that I really enjoy working. I really enjoy what I do. I enjoy having a business. I enjoy all the things that it brings and all the challenges that you go through day to day. So people find time for things they enjoy, whether that's going to the pub, playing football, watching Love Island, whatever it is that floats your boat, you find time for things you enjoy. So I enjoy what I do. So guess what? You know, I won't sit there and watch two hours of pointless TV. I'll do a bit of work and, and see where that takes me. So that might sound really sad to some people, but... I, I I really enjoy what I do, so that helps massively. Yeah, definitely. It's been so insightful, and obviously we will share all your connection details if anyone's interested in getting involved with Real Five Networking or just wants to have a chat with another super business entrepreneur. That I'm, I'm obviously I'm very fond of you, as you know. We go back a long time, <laughs> Andy. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're really grateful to you. No, brilliant. Thanks for having me on, Leisha. It's been an absolute pleasure.